Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. It's Boomerang Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are, the free Odyssey app. Good Monday morning, an entire weekend with no Aaron Rodgers news. He talked to Brandon Marshall for five seconds. You got nothing out of that. I cannot believe I am sitting here right now at 6 o'clock with a no Aaron Rodgers answer, which makes Jet fans freak out even more. And it has to happen before noon today. It has to, because people will say that free agency starts Wednesday. Well, that's when it officially starts, but the free agent tampering period starts today at noon, where you're going to see players flying around all over the place with contracts. And if the Jets don't know if Aaron Rodgers is coming by today at noon, that's a big problem for the Jets. We've got some NCAA tournament. Rangers got five out of six points on the road trip. The Knicks won a big one that they needed last night. We will get to all of it. Huge trade in the NFL, too, after we got off the air on Friday. We got a jam-packed Monday. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, well, good morning, Jay. Uh, a couple things. Number one, the Knicks needed that win yesterday, and Julius Randle needed that win yeah. yesterday, and he did bounce back. I mean, a guy who's, uh, you know, trying to curtail his, uh, his, um, technical foul problems yeah. and his emotions on the court this year, and we all have lauded him for that. He snapped on Saturday. Completely snapped, and I mean, it was ugly, and it just, it kind of it kind of does show you, and I think we all know, everybody knows this, that this is Jalen Brunson's theme, and when he's out there running it, everybody, you know, acts as if you know, the way they're supposed to act. And uh, I know Julius was that that game was rough. That game was like a hockey game. I mean, there was a lot, there were fouls all over the place, and I probably would be upset as well. I mean, he's into the game. There's no question about that. But uh, yesterday proved that he's able to put that performance and that those actions behind him and then come out and lead his team to victory without Jalen Brunson yet again. Yeah. So that, that was a huge win for the Knicks yesterday. As you said, the Rangers won five out of the six on a three-game road trip. They, they, still have not, they still just don't look right. They, they still are trying to figure it out. Gerard Galant is changing all the lines. Washington comes in and beats the Islanders. The Penguins are a pain in the ass. The Capitals are a pain in the ass. The Devils beat the Hurricanes last night. That is a huge win for them. I mean, there's a million things going on. And the biggest screw job, I I wouldn't say an NCAA tournament basketball history, took place on yesterday, on Sunday, when Rutgers didn't make it in to the tournament, which is shocking to all of us. Right, yes. That's right. <laughs> and you know what? Seth Davis said it yesterday, and I, yeah. and I believe it, too. I, you know, I, I saw those kids up close and personal mm-hmm. way back when in December. And then when they trounced my University of Maryland Terrapins, who did make it and who will be playing West Virginia, and if they win that game, you know who they got next? Most likely Alabama because they're the number one seed waiting to play. Look at this. We're going to be big Terps fans at that point. I mean, come on, man. But we always get screwed. But normally, normally the what happens, the University of Maryland, we get sent out west. 
we have to go play like in Provo or somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at least we're only going to Birmingham right in the backyard of Alabama. And I don't know if you've seen some of the controversy around Alabama and some of the Alabama fans and what they're wearing, these yes, T-shirts. right. Yeah, the, the the one guy that was in the stands was like, we, we killed the conference or something like that. We're was, murdering our way all the way to right. the national yes, championship. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yep. yep, that's unbelievable. Yeah, so there's still a lot of controversy around that team. But, you know, that team is really good. But I, I feel bad for Rutgers. I, I really felt like they were going to make it. You look at their resume. Uh, I, I know you, you feel like they lost to Nebraska and they lost to Minnesota, and that was probably the reason why they didn't make it. But at the end of the day, you know, the Big Ten is a beast. Sure. I mean, you know, you come out of there and you're, you're right there in the log jam with everybody else. Almost everybody in the, in the league, with the exception of three teams, have the same record. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I could break down every first four in, first four out. But every expert that I read going into this thing, there was only one. And I probably looked at ten. There was one of them that did not have Rutgers in. The rest of them either had him in or had him in the play-in games. And as you mentioned, Seth Davis right away, once the bracket was out, goes, I had Rutgers in this field. So it's it's frustrating for Rutgers. They should have been in there. Obviously, back in 2020 when they made the tournament, the whole thing got canceled. So, you know, now they're going to be a one seed in the NIT and they're going to have to... Uh, it's, it's an opportunity for them. You know, you got this is some pride situation, yeah, yeah, but they, they should have been in for sure. I, but that I, Minnesota loss with the blowing a 10 point lead with a minute and a half to go on a last second shot that yes. probably did it for him. I know. I, I, but I always wait for Seth to, to give his points of view because nobody eats, sleeps, and drinks college basketball more than Seth Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him, it's like, you know, this is what's going on here. This is what's going on there. And the, first, the one, moment I heard him say that it was surprising to him that Rutgers didn't make it, that's all I need to hear. Sure. Uh, because because that's, I, I just, you know, it's, it's a shame. Because I feel bad for Jerry. Now, the interesting thing is they're in the NIT. And who are they hosting? Hofstra. <laughs> are you going to go to the game on uh, Tuesday? I mean, it's at the rack. It's you just... got to go, man. Hofstra, man, oh, man. Down at the rack, 7 o'clock. That's going to be tough. It's late, I know, but you got to go. <laughs> you got to, oh, and you know what? And, and Marco Battaglia and uh, Jerry and everybody, take one of your, you know, your flunkies with you. Oh, and uh, you know, you'll have a great time. I'm telling you, I know it's going to be really disappointing, you know, for both teams, because I think both teams felt like they had a really good shot. And of course, Hofstra loses, but, yeah. you know, and they, you have to win that conference in order to get in. But, man, you got. I mean, it's still a local matchup, which yeah. gives a little bit of juice to it, a little bit of excitement to it. Have you ever been to the rack? I have not been to the rack. Yeah, no. I don't know how the fans will be for this game. I mean, you know, maybe they won't be as uh, as intense as they would be for a Big Ten game. But, you know, this, I, I believe Steve Peichel and his team deserve the support from the fans. I'm sure they'll come out and yeah. support it. But the fact that it's a local uh, you know, and they and they could lose the Hofstra. You know, Speedy well, Claxton's got those kids playing. No, absolutely, and and the the fact that they've got the experience and Aaron Estrada at the point guard who's been there for a very long time and is a great scorer. That's always dangerous in tournament situations. But I mean, Rutgers obviously is a heavy favorite in this spot. Yeah, but, but you, you never go. know. I, I swear, you got to go. I feel like you got to go. I got to feel like I got to make that happen. Oh, I feel like goodness. you, as as Mr. Rutger, I mean Mr. Hofstra, you got to go. Well, I mean, I did coach a game this year, and I did I mean, coach I, them to victory. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, so, all right. I'm not going to rule it out. I'll talk okay. to Jerry about logistics. Yeah. About that. All right. And then we will see. All right. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. So there's, a, and we're going to stay in college basketball just for a second. Okay. Um, Rick Pitino, Iona, great. They're mm-hmm. in. The, they're in the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's great. And, Playing UConn, right? All right. Yeah. So do you want? 
You're you're a St. John's guy. You love St. John's. You and BT love St. John's. I'm uh-huh. sure you would love to have Rick Pitino. Uh, 100%. And I understand the checkered pass. Trust me, I am not putting that uh, aside and, and saying that it didn't happen. And there's a lot of things in his closet, whatever. But St. John's is at this critical point in their history. Let me ask you a question. What? All right, checkered pass, history, whatever. Okay, but he's coaching for a college basketball. No, he is. Exactly. If he's coaching for Iona and he's won the way he has won the last two years there, and you know, according to him, it's all about having a chance to win. Now, I don't know what what exactly that means in regards to St. John's. Well, as we've seen, any team can really make a run in the NCAA tournament. Are you going to be like a one seed, like a North Carolina in a good year, a Duke in a good year, a Kansas? I mean, probably not. But a winning in New York with St. John's would be just tremendous if he turned that that uh, program around. If they ended up like the ceiling for them could be, you know, something like a four or five seed in the tournament and then wreaking some havoc. I mean, that that would be awesome. And that would mean that the program was back. They need him. They desperately need him. And they're finally willing to pay somebody the big money to get them in because they're tired of being stomped over all the time. And he knows the president very well there. Yes. Wasn't the president of Providence before I, this? I believe so, yes. Right, so yeah. they know each other very well. Now, I know Texas Tech is going to come after him hot and heavy. Well, everybody. I think Georgetown was involved, too. I think Georgetown as well. I mean, I don't know. I, I hate to do this to the kids at Iona, but because they've had such a great two-year run here. Yeah. And I, I got I to gotta say, like, just the simp- this, this simple nature of just winning, regardless if it's Division One, which, which Iona is, of course, but or a major team. I think winning is the key thing, right? And when he says that, is he sending a message to these teams? Like, what does he think it takes to win? Yeah, well, support. Oh, my support. Financially. Yeah, not just his contract. Right. It's everything else around his contract. Well, listen, I, I talked to Chris Mullen at length after his tenure ended. And one of the and he loved it there, and he didn't say a bad word. But one of the things that he talked about was the support in the facilities, and then he, he sometimes they just they needed a little bit more there. And he found himself like fixing some of the stuff, like he'd go in there with his own toolbox and like fix something in the bathroom. And he's like, "What's going on here? Yeah, like, a little more support here financially." You got a Hall of Fame basketball player, right? A Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame yeah. basketball player mm-hmm. who's. Kind of doing that for his alma mater. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes you feel pretty good about that. Right? Sure, I mean, it makes me feel pretty good about. It's like a pretty cool story. It, it is a cool story, but his point was, I think that you know, if you want to be a big boy, you got to act like it throughout the entire program. So you know, just the other, the other the other part of this whole thing is to you know, stars that come out of these colleges don't always make great coaches, as Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. uh, showed at Georgetown. I would think. Out of all these teams that have money, at all these colleges that have money, you got to believe that Georgetown has got a ton of do-re-me just sitting there waiting to write somebody a big check and also, you know, support them off, you know, support them off the court to be able to recruit. Yeah, but do they, like if a Texas Tech wanted to get involved oh, with Rick Pitino, nobody can compete with that. Like Georgetown St. John's can't compete with but that. But does, does, does. Rick Pitino really want to go to Texas Tech? I mean, he's got a house right here yeah. on Wingfoot. Right. No, Come I know. on. I mean, I, I would love to take you up there one day. Wingfoot? Yes. And you got to see the setup. And God, he's got, got a house right there? Yeah, but it's not a mansion or anything. It's a really beautiful, kind of just a really nice house. And it sits right on, I think it's either the third or fourth, fourth hole, I think. Yeah. And it is the, the par four. I forget which number it is, but... Yeah. 
It's just really, like, it's tasteful. You know what I mean? It's just, like, perfect. It's like your house in Save. A little tasteful. It's right, very exactly. tasteful. Very nice. Fits you know, into the neighborhood. It's not ostentatious. Right. It's just like the, if you were going to live on Wingfoot, this is the house. That's the want. house. Yeah, I mean, for him. Location, location, location. Yeah. At this point, do you think that it's all about the money for Rick Patino? Because if it's not, winning at St. John's should be the draw. But if Texas Tech throws, pff, I don't know, $5 million, $6 million a year at them and when at him. Yeah, when he says he wants to coach six more years, yeah. then, then it's about money. Yeah, so then he's going to go to a big. He's going to go to one of the uh, Power Five uh, conferences. Then he has I mean, to. I, you know, again, like I think about this. So you know, Justin Verlander came to the Mets. Mm -hmm. Patrick came. Patrick Kane wanted to come to the, the Rangers, so he's here now. Yeah, you have you have two first ballot bona fide Hall of Famers, two of the greatest that have ever played their positions playing for New York teams. You know, hopefully Brett Favre is going to want to do well, that for the Jets. Well, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I mean, Aaron, God, I keep saying Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers is going to do that for the Jets, which I do believe is going to happen. And the other thing would be Rick Pitino staying and taking St. John's to another level. Yeah. Think about that. But can you put St. John's in that same conversation as pro teams around here? Why well, not? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they've got a history of not spending enough money to get things done. I mean, that's why. I mean, Steve Cohen's going to get get it done. Woody Johnson said he's that we're spending money. We're well, going to get this done. Way, and by the way, Woody Johnson is spending money. So, Jeff, fans understand this. Anytime these teams convert these contracts to signing bonuses yeah. to reduce the salary cap, those checks get written immediately. Yeah. So that's that's the owner putting his money up and saying, here, we're giving three guys new con well, not new contracts, revised contracts, but they're going to be in the form of signing bonuses to reduce the salary cap hit so we can absorb some some new salary. Now they signed Quincy Williams. Yep. So that was a good signing. I, I, I still think that they're gonna get rid of uh Corey Davis, like I was telling you the last couple of weeks, that they still have a lot of there's a lot of machinations to go through within their own contracts and their own players. And you saw what uh, um, uh, Deron Payne got for Washington. Yes, now we know what Quinn, Quinn and Williams is going to get. Right. He's going to get more than that. Yeah, well, he's this Deron Payne's now the second highest paid defensive tackle in football, only to Aaron Donald. He'll be third. Yeah, because Quinn and Williams, Quinn and Williams yeah. gets his deal. Right, and you know, and then there will be other deals that are coming. You know, the Joe the Joe Burrow deal is going to be coming. The Justin Herbert deal is going to be Jalen Hurts. The Jalen Hurts deal is going to be coming, and it's going to be huge. And we we're still not really sure where Lamar Jackson's headed, but you know, I, I still think. That if you had Rick Pitino coming to St. John's, that that's Verlant. Well, it's even more so than that because Rick's from here. Yeah, you know he's he he's he's a lifelong New Yorker, and he is so set up perfectly. Not making a lot of money, but good money, and he's winning, and he has a chance to pull an upset. You never know. Yeah, I, if he really wants to think about legacy after things that happened in his past, there's one thing that I think could wash away all of that, and that's legitimately winning at St. John's. So if he's going to go for the dollars, which I can't blame anybody for going for the dollars unless you're going to live, but if you go after the money, that's fine if he wants to go to Texas Tech or a Power 5 conference, but if he really wants to change the whole narrative around his career, go and win at St. John's. And people forget about all that crap. You know, it's another weird story in, in college basketball. We know about the Texas Tech story and how that coach you know makes a just a really bad comment to one of his players so he's out that's why texas mm -hmm. tech but then you you take a look at what texas is doing yeah now chris beard he gets fired because 
according to the Texas University officials, after he was arrested for domestic violence, which, by the way, all the charges that were dropped. Yeah. Um, he he basically was unfit to coach the team. So, you know, Rodney Terry takes over as the interim head coach there. Yeah, now they're a two seed. And now they're a two seed and they win the and they win the conference. Right. And Shaka Smart, who was there for many years and floundered, has now got Marquette as a two seed there in, in, in the other region. So I mean it's it's sort of funny that the, the whole Texas situation has been bizarre with coaches. Right. So my 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 warning to Rick Bettino was, you know, if you want to go down there into that stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, they better pay you a lot of money, and I'm sure they would, and I'm sure his agent would be all over that, and they'd, they'd make sure that they would support him and they would pay him a lot of money. But, man, it would be nice to see him either stay here at either one of these two schools. Well, you've had a relationship with him because he's been very kind to the foundation and in the past. Very kind. He has, you know, brother-in-law Billy Minardi passed away on 9-11. Uh, you know, all my friends, I knew Billy. Yeah. Everybody was up there on the 105th floor, so... Uh, every he's one of the few uh, celebrities that has actually come to one of my foundation events and and handed me a personal check. Wow, him yeah. and Troy Aikman. Wow, those are the two. Yep, and you don't forget that. Never forget that. Yeah, so send him a text. Feel like it has to happen. I know BT's been campaigning on Twitter every single day, and Patino this, Patino that. Send him a text. It would be great. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, come on, got to recruit. I, mean, I, recruit I, I, I think it would be great if he stays at Iona or he. Basically, he goes to St. John's. Either one. And I saw that Speedy Claxton's name was in there. If Patino doesn't come to St. John's, that's someone they would talk to, even though he got a big contract extension. I don't think he wants to leave there just yet. Just yet. Another, we'll another couple years, man. Yeah, yeah. Put him really back on the map, which he's in the I process. Wonder if, I wonder if he, not, you think he'd be, he wouldn't be a candidate for Georgetown, right? No, I don't think so. Not, not, not big enough. Not a big enough name for them right now. He needs a couple more years. Here's the thing: if he had taken them to the tournament and he had won a game or gotten to the Sweet Sixteen, then anybody would have hired him. But they just fell a little bit short. But he'll get him there. Kind of feel like he's on the trajectory of Steve Peichel. Yeah, and and also, I mean, you think about a guy who you know played in the NBA that really, really helps recruiting. Was on a roster with Steph Curry. You know what that means to kids these days. So. If he gets that team into the tournament, it's going to be tough to keep him at Hofstra. But he's there now, and they got a matchup with Rutgers tomorrow night. And you got to go tomorrow night. Yeah, floor seats. Uh, maybe I'll coach again. All right, it's Boomer and Geo <laughs> on the fan at CBS Sports Network. we got Jerry Reck on an update coming up in just a couple of minutes. We will continue to refresh Twitter all morning long to find out if Aaron Rodgers finally says yes to the Jets. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, for Reggio on the fan and CBS Sports Network, we've got Jerry Recco here He's got an update for us. Of course, he was waiting with bated breath to see if Rutgers had made it into the field of 68 yesterday, and it did not happen. That means they are a one seed in the NIT. At what point, Jerry, when you were watching this thing unfold, did you say, this is not looking good for Rutgers? Uh, not till the very end when the uh, the last 11 seed was Providence. announced and it wasn't them. Yeah, it was Providence. Yep. And then I believe Seth Davis said at that point, he's like, if you're a bubble team and you see Providence up there and yeah. you're not Providence, then you're probably not getting in. Correct. Yeah, and then once the first four were announced as well, that was another one where I was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was I was actually happy that they weren't in the first four. Yeah. Um, because it would have been fine, but it would have been a mess of a week. Right. And then, you know, talking to people after they won on Thursday over Michigan, it seemed like that they were in. Yeah. And then, you know, they got all these bracketages, a million of these guys. And the one of the metrics they were looking at, they were looking at had they were in on like 110 out of 113 of them. Yeah, like like in, not even the playing game. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be an 11 seed, and it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't happen. But Guess what, man? I got in my car on uh, Friday and turned on 880, and I got the whole game, the did Purdue you? game. Yes, nice. That was a great game. Those kids played their asses. Yes, off. they did. See, like you watch that. You if you, I was just listening to you guys. I didn't watch any of it, but listening to you guys. First of all, the last two minutes are insane. I mean, like, enough with the timeouts and the replays and everything. It just completely bogs down the game. It does. Number two, you guys did a great job. And number three, you would think playing against Purdue that well, even though, you know, it was a tight loss. Yeah, That game was tight. Yeah, it was five points at the end. By the way, Rutgers had to play back-to-back games. And, you know, the intensity in these games are crazy. Yeah. That, That in itself should have said they should have been in. And they won at Purdue yes. on January 2nd as they well. They should have been in just by virtue of that performance on Friday against Purdue. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought so too. You got screwed. And that was not the case. Are you mad? So, of course. I mean, you want to you be part of this. I of mean, course. really mad? I mean, I, I don't get really I, mad about anything. But I well, mean, it's disappointing. It's very probably, disappointing. Yeah. What do you mean you don't get mad at everything? I think you get mad. Not really. We've seen you blow up here. Yeah, but within five minutes, it's over. It, it is. On. Absolutely. I don't remember the last time I've seen Jerry mad now that he's saying that. Probably the fraud fraud thing was the last time. Yes. That was years ago. And then now. we continued and finished the show and everything was fine. Yeah. I can't remember like a mad Jerry. Matter of fact, I actually think we went to break and had a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about sure. his dog. <laughs> I don't even think Yeah. I think Jerry's right about that. I think that Jerry is has not been mad. He's not I'm a not mad really. very disappointed though. Yeah, this is a disappoint I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. This is really disappointing. I, no kidding, moron face. <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> just listen. Get the wax out of your ears, you ass. <laughs> See, I think you've been wow. mad more than you realize. That's not and mad, I, I thought you were going to have one of those moments yesterday when they didn't get uh, selected. No, I was waiting all day. I couldn't wait for 6 o'clock. For real. I'm, I'm, here we go. Uh, they do the one stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, we got to go to commercial. Okay. Yeah. And then we do another we do commercial again. I'm like, oh, there's only 25% of the bracket left. Like, let's go. <laughs> right in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened, Jerry. <laughs> I suppose, yes. Yeah. I suppose. But you know what? In fairness, had they 
finished the game at Minnesota, this probably wouldn't even be the case. Yeah. I hate to say that, but that's probably true. All right, Jerry, what's happening uh, happening in sports? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Edison Heating and Cooling. Since we're talking about the college basketball, do that quickly. Um, I'll just give you one from Steve Peichel about not making the NCAA tournament. Uh, We know they'll play Hofstra in the NIT tomorrow night. This was Peichel yesterday after getting the news. Tough day. Um, Our goal every year is to go to the NCAA tournament and uh, felt like we... Certainly did enough. Um, it's a tough job the selection committee has, and fortunately they felt like um, it wasn't good enough. And so Rutgers Hofstra tomorrow night at uh, Jersey Mike's Arena. Rutgers is the one seed in their side of the bracket. Uh, meantime, you've got locally, so you got Fairley Dickinson playing game Wednesday night against Texas Southern. You got Princeton who won the Ivy League. Uh, they'll play Arizona Thursday, and then it's UConn and Iona. So if you're Rick Patino, Mike Anderson gets fired. Here come the questions. Uh, he was asked, so what's going on with you at Iona, St. John's? Where are we going here? I don't know. I'm going to... I wanted... At the time, we, there was talk about a, an extension, new contract, and so on. It didn't work out. But that doesn't mean uh, there's no hard feelings. Uh, if anything, it's the opposite. There are great feelings. Sounds like he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, time will tell. See how long they last. Again, UConn, pretty good team this year, as we know. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue are the one seeds in the tournament. NBA-wise, the Knicks lost to the Clippers on Saturday. Come back last Last night, late take on the Lakers, and uh, they get the job done. Shooter dribbling, back to Russell. Five, Russell throws it away, right to Hartenstein. Here come the Knicks on a run out, slam dunk, Obi Pye. <laughs> 103-96. John Ireland had had enough at that point on Lakers radio. Knicks uh, win 112-108. Yeah. The bench played well in this game. You know, I, I didn't obviously see it and stay up for this game, but what you know reading about it afterwards and then watching some of these highlights i mean everybody that came off the bench the four guys that come off the bench all were you know plus uh you know uh, when they were on the and i think plus in double figures too but that's a good thing getting the job done julius randall had 33 rj barrett with 30 barrett on espn big difference from the clipper game yeah you know yesterday in the beginning of the fourth we came out kind of flat so tonight, we just wanted to put the pressure on them right at the beginning of the fourth, you know, build a lead, and we did that. And so with that, the Knicks 40-30, and 30, and I believe they clinched a um, uh, over 500 record on the road. So pretty impressive there with the win over the Lakers. They snap a three-game slide. As for the Nets, uh, they've made it five wins in six games. They went to Denver. They beat Jokic and the Nuggets. A minute 48 to go in the game. Nets a one-point lead. Dinwiddie out of the right. Pretty spit the three. It's good! The fifth three of the game for Dorian Finney-Smith. It's up by four. And that was Chris Carino with the call here on the fan. The Nets beat the Nuggets late, 122-120. They had seven players in double figures, led by Mikhail Bridges, who had 25. Nick Claxton, 20. And Spencer Dinwiddie, 15 points, 16 assists. Here was Royce O'Neal talk about beating the top team in the other conference. Like you said, the number one team in the West. Uh, great team. They play really hard. Uh, I think just us. Yeah, and the haircut. <laughs> Either that or he's at the airport. I'm not really sure. That's, that's the audio we have. What can I tell you? <laughs> 
So with the win, the Nets go to 39 and 29. There were a lot of plays down the stretch where there were no fouls called, or there were fouls called, excuse me, on the Nets and none called on Denver, which actually hurt Denver because they were trying to do a foul to give, but it was still a side out for the Nets. But the Nets get the win by two. They've won five out of their last six. Meantime, the Sixers hammered the Wizards. Joel Embiid had 34. Cavaliers over the Hornets, 114-108. So you still have Cleveland sitting at four, and uh, the Sixers sitting at three. Nets five, Knicks six, but uh, pretty much even in terms of where they are games behind. Just the Nets have played two fewer games. All right, we get to the NFL. So here we go. We got the tampering period begins today. Now, Sunday, the Jets did sign linebacker Quincy Williams, three years, $18 million. But the waiting game continues for this Aaron Rodgers guy. Here was Rodgers on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall. Be patient, my son. No, I think it won't be long. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a time there's a time limit for all this. Yeah, when I decide. You know, well, it's not right. so much that. There's, there's a lot of contract issues with Green Bay and everything else. They all got to kind of wade through all of that and how it impacts each team's salary cap. And, you know, again, I, I am not backing off. He's going to be the quarterback of the Jets this year. Okay, so that was, that happened yesterday or Saturday? I that was Saturday. That was Saturday. So and it came out yesterday morning after they edited it and everything else. And this was at a football camp that he was Correct. involved in. Right. Right? A charity right. football camp right. with Brandon Marshall. Yes. All right, because I think those things are important. Because Brandon know. Marshall referred to himself as an all-time great Jet. He did. Yeah, yeah, yes. he did. He did. Aaron Rodgers like, for one year? Like, how could you be an all-time great for one year? Well, look at the numbers. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, that, was, that was fun seeing that at Did, least. But if you'd like to hear it, that's 30 seconds. Okay, sure. Here, this is that. I'm breaking news, especially with the Jets, because I'm like, I feel like I'm an all-time Jet. That's, that's just fair, right? The Jet can break the news. You're an all-time Jet? Yeah. How many years Check your numbers. It doesn't was, matter. I think he was a bear. Not about numbers. I'm all-time Jet, too. That's what I'm playing against you. I'm all-time Jet, too. I'm not saying you are. I agree, you are. Just like you're an all-time Packer, you can be an all-time Jet. Down on the it's not if you only play one year, you can't be an all-time Yes, you can. Absolutely. Numbers don't lie. Check the numbers when you get there. Organizations have history, right? And it's about the people that made those organizations. So you're telling me I played two years for the Jets. That doesn't count. No, it does. You were part of the history of the organization. Okay, great. So I just think it's even better. <laughs> oh wow! Right. I mean, it was good, but you know, he could probably say he's an all-time Bear, he's an all-time Bronco, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, how about, like, let's not make this about you, Brandon. <laughs> Trying to get him to answer the question. But I do like the fact that he was recruiting him. Yeah, with that for sure. Good. For sure. I like the quote from the uh, the Packer president. Yeah, it was basically Mark Murphy, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I guess if he comes back, okay. What was it, like a high school women's basketball game or something? I think his daughter's these guys are. Yeah, but the, to give that interview in that spot was incredible. Pretty wild, yes. Because we hadn't heard from him at all. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah, if, we, if it doesn't work out the way we want it to, then we're going to have to see if Aaron wants to come back. But he, they basically said they're done. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, yes. Uh, the Giants giving Sterling Shepard a one-year deal. The Rams trading Jalen Ramsey to Miami. For a third round draft pick and tight end Hunter Long. Derek Carr met the media. I think this was Saturday. If not, it was Friday afternoon. Uh, makes it very clear he is not trying to be Drew Brees. He's going to be himself and hopefully things work out in New Orleans. I'm not coming here trying to be Drew Brees. You know, that, that man is a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, I'm, I'm coming here to be Derek Carr, you know, and um, I, I have so much respect for him, though, as a player. Yeah, you know, the thing about it is, if Derek Carr would have come to the Jets, he would have been a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Apparently, according to the Jets, that's what the Jets say. It's all about Da and him, Dennis Allen. Dennis yes, Allen. Da. Yes, yes. Uh, spring baseball. Mets lost to the Rays ten four. Along the way, Starling Marte got hit in the head by a fastball. Here was Buck Showalter. How is he doing? It's good. They uh, did a lot of tests on him. 
Uh, doesn't show any signs of a concussion. We'll see how he feels tomorrow. He may, uh, may have gotten lucky. We'll see. Hope so. That's yeah. why you wear a helmet. That is why you wear a helmet. Remember the guys used to get up there without helmets? Well, there were 1930s. guys. 1930s. <laughs> no, no, no. There were guys. Well, I remember being a kid. And there, there were In guys. In the 70s, they weren't yeah. wearing helmets? There were some guys who go up there without helmets. Really? Al, you're a 70s baseball expert. Do you remember that? No helmets in the 70s? I, I, mm, I remember more 80s, oh, okay. so maybe in the 70s. I remember the helmets thing. without the ear flaps. Yeah, that. I do I had remember those, that. yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't remember that. But I then thought again, it was I wasn't the late born. 60s that that went out, but I'm not sure. I, don't know, I felt like it was, I felt like I well maybe it was the late 60s, but I you know I'm, before you know it they're going to be putting these guys in like motorcycle helmets or the cage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? It's baseball. There's right. a risk. There's a risk in everything. I actually don't know why they don't wear those. To be the quite whole honest, cage face thing. But face players aren't going to want to wear those. Well, be, I mean, and goalies didn't want to wear helmets. Goalies didn't want to wear helmets, and hockey players didn't want to well, wear helmets. The but you wanted to wear helm- the helmet. The use- moment that uh, Stan Mikita had a curve uh, blade, and all of a sudden he was starting to lift the puck. And right, we've got guys breaking. Oh, I need a face mask. And we got right. guys breaking faces with fastballs hitting them in the in the cheekbone. But they were they were all the guards and everything. They got so much stuff on them. Some of them look like offensive linemen. Who batters? Not yet. I mean, they got the job. Some of the stuff that's going on, the arms and everything. Not as much anymore. That was Bonds. Yeah, Bonds was like the last one to have all that stuff. It was like Robo Player. Yeah, they had the stuff on the legs too. If they hit it off the shin, correct. I could see that a lot because that that does happen a lot for especially lefties. Uh, Yankees, Twins today, Mets, Marlins today. WBC Mexico beat the U.S. eleven five. Rangers played the Penguins yesterday. This was (laughs) all over the place, all over the place, every category. Two two game into overtime. Broken across to Latang. There's Crosby. Across the Malkin. Well, that was Kenny Albert on TNT. Penguins get right the yes. winner. <laughs> <laughs> From Chris Letang. They beat the Rangers uh three to two with the overtime loss. The blue shirts 37, 19, and 10. Meantime, the Devils shut out the Hurricanes for nothing. Yes, Bratt with two goals. Jack Hughes scores. Uh and beat this Jack Hughes is unbelievable, saves. man. He's, He's pretty good. Great player. And by pretty the way. Good. They are tied for first place now in the that. Metro. They played one less game than the Canes. But there's a good chance that they can end up, the way that they're playing, they could end up with uh, the number one seed on this side of the bracket. Right. And if that's the case, then it's not going to be the Rangers. It could be which the is, Islanders. Which is mm. what you, then you don't want to see the Rangers. It, it could be the Islanders. It what do you mean be, you don't want to see the Rangers? Didn't you say you didn't want to see Devils-Rangers in the first round? I, I mean, it, 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 would, be, it yeah. would be great for this around right. here. But in the second round would be better. But then that would mean the Rangers would end up having, if things stay the way they are and the Devils move ahead of the Canes, that means the Rangers would have to play the Canes. Well, they all, don't they own them? I, I kind of feel like they play well against them. Yeah, there's no question about it. But right now, the Rangers are just all over the place. I mean, these last three games, they've, they've taken the five points, which is... You know, which is important. CeeLo said the most unimpressive five points yeah. in three games that you'll see. Yeah, because because Gallant is trying to figure out who to play with who. Just listen to Eddie Olchek, man. Just put Patrick Kane with Mika and with uh, Kreider. And Mika's got to start shooting again. Like, he's trying to make everybody happy by giving them passes. Hmm. Shoot it! <laughs> Still got some time to figure it out. Come on, Mika, I love you. Shoot the puck! 
Let's go. He's too Next good hour, to. we're going to roll some video and audio of the worst called strike three you've ever seen. Uh, I've heard. seen that. Uh, and in golf, your guy, Scotty Scheffler, yeah. wins the Players' Championship going away by five shots yep. uh, on Sunday. Yeah, he ran away with it, and it's fun. He's at the top of the game, man. He is the guy right now, 100%. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Burn Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We did have big NFL news when we got off the air on Friday, but it was not... Aaron Rodgers, it was the big trade between the Bears and the Panthers for the number one overall pick. And I think the Chicago Bears did absolutely amazing with that deal. With all the picks that they got back, swapping one for nine, getting a 2024 first round pick, getting DJ Moore back in the deal, who obviously has been a very, very productive player for a long time. Uh, So they did an amazing job with the haul for the number one pick in a draft where there isn't even a consensus number one quarterback that is coming out. So I'm sure... Then we're going to find out from Boomer before everybody else who they're going to draft because Frank Reich yeah, is the yeah, coach he, of the Panthers. Yeah, he called me this week and told me, yeah. Did he? Of course not. Oh, okay. Of course not. Well, you got to find um, that out. I, I can give you an educated guess of what I think is going to happen. But I will say this. You know, you, you got to take into account, you know, Frank does have influence, of course. He's the one yeah. that knows the quarterbacks. He is the one that Philadelphia sent to North Dakota State to go meet Carson Wentz. And I'll never forget him coming back. From North Dakota State on his way to the airport, I believe, telling me, you know, Boomer, I don't understand why more people don't understand how great Carson Wentz can be. Now, 
Early on in his career, he turned. He had that trajectory that he was taking off. He was going to be the MVP the year that they win the Super Bowl. And he hurt himself. And he gets hurt against the Rams. So they saw a kid, or Frank saw a kid, met a kid that he really, really liked. And that's when Philadelphia ended up trading up to the number two spot to get him. Because they knew that Jared Goff was going to go to the, the Rams before that. So uh, I have to say that you know Frank knows what he's doing. Frank knows exactly... The type of pl- I know the t- type of player Frank wants. I know that. Now, whether or not the GM, Scott Fitterer, who made this trade, wants that same type of player, I don't know. Now, Fitterer came from, he was out in Seattle. Okay. So he was a part of that team when they won the Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is, how would you characterize him in terms of size? Well, he's, he's short stature. All right, so he has seen a short quarterback mm. win in this league, which, who fits that moniker? Bryce Young. Right, so, and Bryce Young, everybody says, outside of his, outside of his size, is like ready to rock and roll. He's, he's all in, he's football, he's smart, he's got the football IQ, he can extend plays. Uh, he's got a great arm and he's really accurate. Now, if I if 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 he were six foot three and he had the girth of a CJ Stroud, I would say that that would be Frank's number one guy. Sure, because I know what Frank likes, and you know Frank likes a big quarterback. And remember, I was thick legs, thick legs, and you know like a strong body and a and a great base. And he also wants a guy that's highly accurate. So that kind of makes me think that Anthony Richardson's not in, involved in this. And Will Levis is not involved in this. This comes down to C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. And you have a GM that, is, uh, that has seen and been around a smaller quarterback that has made plays. And you have a coach that prefers a larger physical stature player that has good accuracy, great leadership skills, and somebody who also uh, is... You know, really loves the game of football, and and that fits C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and the reports were that after the combine is when the Panthers had made this decision to trade up. C.J. Stroud was at the combine. Bryce Young was not. Well, so, Bryce was there. He just didn't, didn't throw. He didn't throw. Yeah, he didn't throw. But but they got a chance to meet each guy. Yeah, now, I will tell you this: that Bill O'Brien, the new offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, who was with Alabama the last few years, absolutely would die on a sword for Bryce Young. You know, loves Bryce Young. Yeah. Well, so does Nick Saban. He was saying that right. people are talking about how small he is. Think about the SEC that he played in where he had a tremendous I amount mean, of success. There's NFL players all over the place. He's either going one or two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like you... I guess they all want to be number one. Of course, I wanted to be number one. I thought I was going to be number one. But, you know, I fell to 38. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. It just <laughs> happens. Yeah. So, um, either one of these two guys, if Carol now, Carolina is also floating out there that they may not stay there. That they have now like 46 days to evaluate all these different quarterbacks. And this, these are the things that Scott Fitterer is saying. They're a general manager. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I, if I had to make an educated guess about what Frank likes in a quarterback and the characteristics, C.J. Stroud checks all of those boxes, as they say. Well, the Panthers are going to send smoke screens out there because I believe this is one of the NFL conspiracy theories I believe in. The NFL does not want everybody to know who the number one overall pick is, so there's going to be lots of crap that is out there, and we're not going to really know until the day of who they're going to pick because it takes a lot of drama out of it, right. especially and when I, there's multiple quarterbacks at the top. You don't think they'll go back and they'll meet with the, these two top-end quarterbacks and they'll sit down with them again. 
you know, and, and really try to get to know who they are. Because that's a big that's a big component of this. Yeah, they, they may feel like it could be either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But let's get to know each one of them a little bit more. So when we make our decision come draft day, it's a consensus. Like we're, we're all happy with who we have. Yeah, so I think it's it's one of those two guys. If if and the only thing that just throws a little bit of a wrench into this whole thing is just that that Fitterer was with Seattle and he saw Russell Wilson, the shorter quarterback, take his team to the Super Bowl twice. Yeah, see, I think it would it would work in the way that both Frank Reich and the GM would have to be on the same page with who the quarterback is going to be before you make that trade. You know, and those meetings have everything to do with it. I mean, like they they can watch all the tape. They could talk to their college coaches, Ryan Day at Ohio State, and of course Nick Saban at Alabama. And of course, those coaches are going to, are going to be lauding their players. They want their players uh, to be, you know, highly drafted because that goes into recruiting for them at their respective schools. The other thing too is this: you know, this kid C.J. Stroud was behind Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Justin Fields fell in the draft a little bit. I think Chicago feels like they found their future quarterback, and now this kid comes along. And by all accounts, he's a great kid. He's a great leader. Uh, he's highly accurate. Um, he puts up points. Um, and I think, you know, his football intelligence and IQ, which is really important, and, and being a good person, because I think what Carolina is doing, the moment that they hired Frank, you know, they're changing the culture of the team, you know, and they're trying to, you know, make it a team where, like he had in Indianapolis, where he had no problems with anybody. So they want to make sure that they have the right quarterback. And I, I kind of believe, I, I, if I had to make an educated guess, again, I, I, I would say that it would be C.J. Stroud because he would fit all the different characteristics that I know Frank likes. But again, Fitter, Seattle, Russell Wilson makes me think that they will consider Bryce Young as well. Yeah, and I think that Frank's got to love the fact that he can get a young guy and get his hands on as opposed to some of these old vets that he well, had to no, deal no, with the no. last couple of years. Right, I don't know if the kid will start right out of the gate. Now, Carson Wentz did because Frank told me that he had to call Carson when they were trading Sam Bradford from uh, from Philadelphia. And <laughs> he called Carson. Carson was turkey hunting. <laughs> hey, uh, Carson, you're going to be the starting quarterback this week for the you know for the Eagles in week one? Right. Okay, coach, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah that, kind of, that kind of thing. So maybe, maybe they feel like they got a guy that could start on day one. I'm not sure. But all I know is that for the Bears, now when you look at it on their side of things, so they get five for one. Is mm-hmm. essentially what they get, and they get a number one wide receiver in DJ Moore. I mean, that's an insane deal for them. I mean, that is a great, great trade for the Bears. Now, there, there's a chance, and I hope this doesn't happen to my buddy Frank. Let's say that, you know, Carolina's in the middle of this rebuild, and they get this rookie quarterback, and maybe he's just not ready yet, and they got to go with a Sam Darnold or something that, you know, just to kind of fill the gap and the time, and, and they're not winning because there are cars now in New Orleans. Who knows what Atlanta's going to do with their quarterback and Tampa's going to do with their quarterback. Is there a potential, and there always is, that things could go south in a hurry and the Panthers end up with the number one pick in the 2024 draft? Guess who has the number one pick in the 2024 draft? Would be the Bears now. That's right. Yep. And then there's Caleb Williams sitting there. And I'm telling you, there is no doubt in my mind that GMs have their eyes on next year's draft, not just this year's draft, because that coveted number one pick next year, that is going to be a that's going to be one of the the all time 
It's going to be like Peyton Manning situation. Yeah, Peyton Manning, Trevor Lawrence, that yeah. kind of, you know, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that kind of it's going to be that kind of draft where that guy is the number one, the number one guy and everybody's going to want him assuming he gets through his season this year at USC healthy and everything's going to be fine. He will be the coveted number one pick in 2024. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.